Hello, I am so grateful you're joining me today. I am your host, Dr. Vanessa Roberts. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist and author who helps others reveal and embrace the unpackaged versions of ourselves. Because here, my motto is the packaged version of ourselves is not the authentic version. In this podcast, you will hear courageous stories and conversations that I am sure you can relate to, and you will leave with actionable strategies that will inspire you to embrace your authentic self. Welcome to All Things Authentic. Welcome to season two of All Things Authentic. I am so happy to be back recording. I have missed doing the podcast, but as we know, a break is always helpful. So thanks for all the support for season one. And I'm so happy for all the listeners that are joining again for season two. And hopefully a lot more listeners are also tuning in this season. Starting off this season, I have a question for you. And this question you'll have to maybe sit and reflect on for a little. So today we're going to be discussing, are you healing or are you just coping? And this topic kind of came up towards the end of season one in an episode. And um, some questions came up about it. It's the difference between the two. And that's a great question because it does seem like these are similar things, but there is a pretty big difference. So we're going to get into that. So jumping right in, let me give you maybe a visual. And so this might be a little helpful. And I use this a lot with clients when we talk about truly healing from a lot of things that are going on for us and even within our relationships. Think about, you know, if you fall down, scrape your knee, arm, whatever you want to visualize. But the impacts of that is this huge gash that you now have on your skin. If you think about coping, now coping would be, I fell down, huge gash, let me just run and put a quick band-aid over it. Kind of covers it up, you don't have to think about it, it's quick, it's easy, you're done. Now, the difficult thing with that method is eventually something's going to start bothering you, right? You only put the band-aid on it, you didn't wipe it, you didn't clean it. It might start to get irritated, infected. Soon you're going to have to take that Band-Aid off. But what happens with the coping is, okay, we take one Band-Aid off, put on another. That's what coping can look like. Now, when we think about healing, when you think of this visual, healing would be, you know, you have this huge gash, scrape. You're actually going to take the time to clean it. Okay, You're going to clean it out. You might put some peroxide alcohol on it, and that's going to sting a little, right? It's going to hurt to touch it, to clean it out, but it's needed because you want to try to prevent that irritation, that infection. So once you're actually able to clean it off, then you're able to put that Band-Aid on for further protection. So that kind of sets the foundation for you with what coping can look like and what healing can actually look like. And so let me break down some of the ways that we cope 
and then some ways that we can actually heal. So starting with the coping. Now, I know you've heard time and time again about coping skills. Are you using your coping skills? What coping skills do you have? These are some new coping skills. Coping skills are great. But actually, I think sometimes a a barrier within therapy and maybe some other services is there's almost this over-focus on coping skills and kind of a hidden gem right now, right? If you are like seeking out a therapist or some services, and if you're able to have some type of initial consult or conversation with them, you want to listen to kind of what their approach is. And if there's someone that's, you know, just overly discussing coping skills and the use of coping skills, and that's a lot of the focus of the therapy, It might not necessarily be a bad thing, but just knowing if you're truly wanting deeper healing, the coping skills will only take you so far. And so I always tell a lot of my clients like, yes, coping skills are good. Let's discuss what's helpful and healthy coping skills for you. But that's not the basis of the work, right? The coping skills aren't going to lead to the healing. Okay, we can't just put a Band-Aid over the wound and think the wound's going to clean itself. The healing requires us to clean out a little bit of that. Coping skills are good, but sometimes coping skills are just a distraction for us and kind of serves as a window of that avoidance. Another way we cope, and this is pretty popular amongst most of us, busyness. In this type of society, it's pretty easy to be overly busy. It's almost glorified to be extremely busy these days. But this busyness that we maintain often is a coping skill for us. Many of us aren't able to sit within that stillness. So you have to start asking yourself, what is the function of some of your busyness? Yes, most of us will be busy with usual day in and day out things, but is your busyness serving as a way of avoiding? And then another common one that happens in society, and we'll see this a lot in some of the work that I do, um, substances. So a lot of us cope with substances, even if it's a less degree, right? Where it's not like an addiction. Um, But then the more severe degree does turn into addiction. But alcohol, any other forms of drugs, those sometimes can be a way we cope too. And so again, being mindful with some of our actions and truly asking, what's the function of this? Is this avoiding? And then a huge distractor we also have nowadays is of course, internet and social media. And so a lot of us feel that, okay, I spend a lot of stillness and quiet time while I'm scrolling on social media. And yeah, that is maybe some quiet time for you. You're able to just be mindless for a little, and we all do need that. But to what extent is that serving you? Because that can be a huge distraction where you would see that as a coping method, but usually it's not really helping us cope with much. It's a distraction and leads to some sense of avoidance. And so maybe think to yourself now, okay, what are some other ways that I might be coping that might not be serving me? So now let's jump to ways that we can heal. Now, again, this is the difficult part, right? Because healing is that cleansing out of the wound. It might hurt some, it might sting, can be painful, can take longer than just placing a Band-Aid over it, but it's truly going to lead to more long-term benefit for you. And so healing consists of a few things. At first, we need to identify what's going on for us. So identifying what is going on for you. What do you even need healing from? A lot of us 
deal with some difficult things, right? If it's childhood past things and even current things that you all go through, um, being able to identify what that is, not minimizing it, not discrediting it. So first identifying what might I need healing from? And then you're going to even acknowledge that you need healing from that. No matter how big or small this event occurrence, conflict, you need to acknowledge that, okay, this is something that might have impacted me. And that leads to that next point. When we think of ways we can heal, you're going to have to start to determine the impact that this has on yourself and also the impact it has on your relationships. And so you know, if you're truly honest with yourself, if you're able to acknowledge and identify, you start to really know that, okay, this is something that's actually impacting me. Okay, This is something that's impacting my relationships. And if you're not able to identify that for yourself, that's where therapy can be helpful too. Okay, Because as therapists, we're able to kind of highlight that for you and really start to connect some dots of like, okay, is this occurrence something that actually is impacting how you're showing up for yourself and now how you're connecting with others? But there's usually some impact on self and relationships if it's a major impact or even if it's subtle. And another point when you think of ways that you can heal. And this is the difficult one because this is kind of like that pouring the alcohol almost on your wound to really try to clean it out. Being able to sit in difficult feelings. This is where that stillness comes in. Not stillness where you're still distracted by things around you, social media, but can you actually sit in stillness and not feel the need to fill time, be busy? And that's difficult for a lot of us to do. We're constantly stimulated by something, but can we resist that urge? And this is why this is important because if you're able to actually sit with feelings, sit with your thoughts, sit within yourself, that's going to eventually lead to some self-regulation. And that's a big part of healing, okay? We're healing because now we're rewiring parts of our brain. We're rewiring our body and our need to do something to avoid these difficult feelings. But instead of having to reach out to something to do, we're able to be within ourself and self-regulate. And if you think about how our bodies are created, our bodies are created to be able to self-regulate, but a lot of us almost have to relearn what that looks like and how to do that. So a lot of stillness that you'll have to be able to embrace for yourself. So we've discussed the ways that we cope. We discussed the ways that we need to heal and a little bit of what that can look like. And might I add too, so coping is not bad. And this isn't to say, okay, coping is this bad thing and now it's throw coping out the window. No, coping is still good and coping skills are still helpful. But the importance of deciphering between the two is realizing that first, cleaning out the wound, that healing, that's going to have to come first. We can't just jump right into coping if we haven't even identified, acknowledged, really determined the impact some of these things have on ourselves. And so once that wound is able to heal some, think about wounds now. It might still be sensitive to touch, and that's where the coping can now come in. But you've been able to clean this wound out, and now you put this Band-Aid over it. And now there's maybe some maintenance for this wound. Because it's still going to be there. It's going to keep healing on its own. 
And there's going to maybe be a scar as a reminder. Okay, You're not going to forget a lot of these things that you need to heal from. And so they might come up day to day, maybe for you, every once in a while, occasionally, whenever it comes up. But then when it comes up for you, now you're able to implement some of these coping methods. But first, we must understand that the wound is there before the Band-Aid can come. Most of us are just placing Band-Aids, placing (laughs) Band-Aids, avoiding all of this without even acknowledging that, oh, remember, there's a wound under that Band-Aid that needs addressing. Now, hopefully a lot of that can make sense for you. And hopefully you can really start to reflect on that for yourself. This can be foreign to a lot of us. What healing looks like, what it even means. It can be difficult because it's nothing truly tangible, right? Sometimes it's nothing we can see, but that's why I like using that visual of a wound because it can really help you understand that, you know, healing means cleaning out that wound, right? There's some hurt. There's some pain that occurred that's within you. What would it feel like to clean some of that? Makes it lighter for you. Now, let's jump to some of our golden gems. They're loaded, but a lot for you to think about, reflect on. And so one, really being able to decipher between your coping and your healing. You have to really sit, and again, this requires that stillness, right? For us to really sit and reflect, that requires stillness, no distractions around us, really sitting with ourselves and being honest with ourselves. What does my coping look like? What shifts do I want to make or need to make? And now what does my healing look like? And what shifts do I want to make with that? Have I even been stepping into that healing? And if not, what would that look like for me today? So that's the first part. That's that acknowledgement. And now another question to ask yourself, and this can be a difficult question to answer, but ask yourself, what am I worried of? Maybe it's a worry, fear, concern, but what am I worried of confronting if I do lean into that healing? Something is usually in our way with the healing. And that can look different for everyone. But for most of us, right, it's very anxiety provoking. It's fear-based. It's very uncertain. If I step into that healing, what would that even feel like? Would it be too difficult for me? Would I be able to handle those emotions that are coming up? And I'm here to tell you, you can handle them. It'll be difficult. I'm not here to to sugarcoat and make you think, oh, it's going to be the easiest process, right? It's it's worth it. It is worth it. Uh, But that journey (laughs) of it, it can be difficult depending what you're needing healing from, depending how long you've been needing this healing and what you have stored up within. But you have to kind of confront yourself and ask, you know, what am I worried of confronting if I do lean into that healing? And what do I need to kind of ease some of that worry, some of that concern? The last quick point and something just to to be able to sit on and consider. And so when I speak about the avoiding, it's something that we do not want to lean into, obviously, but I'm here to normalize it too, okay? Because avoidance, although we can see it as a bad thing, avoidance is safe. It keeps us safe and it keeps our lives safe also. You know, if you join me for season one, 
a lot of episodes we discuss just our body's innate ability to survive. And when we avoid some of these difficult things, it's one of the methods of survival. We know that, okay, it's safe if I don't confront this. But then if you think about the healing, healing is liberating. It's scary, yes. Uncertain, yes. It extends us past that safety and comfort zone. And then it's going to be there to remind us that you can do this. You are worthy. You are deserving of this healing, despite the journey you have to go on to get to it. And most importantly, healing will open up the door for your authenticity. Because if you think about it, you know, these the coping skills that we use as Band-Aids, this avoidance, keeping us safe, it's keeping us a little hindered too. Probably keeping you stuck in some patterns and some behaviors, maybe keeping you stuck from even achieving a lot of goals that you want for yourself. It's maybe even keeping you stuck from truly taking care of yourself the way you need and the way you deserve. And so once you're able to break free from that safety zone, you'll see that healing is liberating and it's the key to your authenticity. Now, I know a lot of questions might come up (laughs) with this topic um, and I'm here to answer them. And so reach out, stay connected with me if any questions come up, if any other topics come up that kind of stem from this. Um, And I would love to elaborate and do another episode if needed. But this is a great start for you just to start to acknowledge the healing versus the coping. I want us all to heal. I want us generationally to heal. I want us to show and inspire others that that healing is helpful. It's liberating. It's a necessity for us. I hope you are able to have some takeaways from this episode. And I am so happy to be back on air with you. I look forward to an amazing season two. And like always, reach out if you have any questions, comments, and if you just want to stay connected, okay, if there are some services that you desire, check out my website, but also we can always stay connected through social media. And so we are launched and loaded for season two. I look forward to going on this journey of season two with you all. And like always, take care of yourselves, inspire yourself, and keep inspiring others also. And I look forward to chatting with you all again soon. Thanks so much for sharing your valuable time with me today. I hope this episode was helpful for you. And if so, make sure you subscribe to All Things Authentic and feel free to rate this podcast and leave a review. Don't forget to share this episode with your friends and family so we can help inspire others. You can visit my website, drvernessaroberts.com to find information about my services or my books. And you can always keep up with me on Instagram or Facebook at Dr. Vanessa Roberts. If there is a topic you would like to hear about, send me a message and let me know. This is All Things Authentic. And remember, the best version of yourself is not the packaged version. Stay intentional, know you are worthy, and always embrace your authenticity.